You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from Cold Burr, Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful that you've joined me from all over the world today. And I can truly say that the Spirit of God has attracted you here And guess what? Your life will never, ever be the same again. Well, how are you doing today? I pray that you are making a decision to have a great day. I'm doing really well. And I just have one thing to say. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Constance. Happy birthday to me. Yes, that's right. (laughs) I'm singing happy birthday to myself. This is my birthday week, actually. When this show airs, my birthday is actually November the 7th. And as you guys know, I normally celebrate for at least... 30 days. So if you want to send me your birthday greeting, uh, just saying happy birthday, you can email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You know, uh, somebody asked me, uh, Constance, you're just so big on celebrating your birthday. And the interesting thing is my brother was born on my birthday two years later. So my mom went into labor and had my brother on my birthday. So I used to say, you born on my birthday. And he would say, no, you born on my birthday. And so my mother just made a big deal of celebrating our birthdays. And it never left me. And all of my friends sort of know, oh boy, she's kind of fanatical. So I'm grateful to God for another year of being able to share with you. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Well, today I have my powerful mentor with me, James Powers, and he's going to be talking about what have been some of the hindrances in your life from manifesting your dreams in 2019 and what universal laws can you begin to tap into uh, in order to manifest in 2020. I already know that it's going to be so great. Also want to remind you of my wonderful uh, 10 people training on Saturday, December the 7th here in the ATL is designing your dream life for 2020. And I'm going to really help you start the new year off with written, clearly defined goals, timelines, and an action plan. Anybody will be interested in that. So it's going to be a day of being around like-minded people, only 10 people. Why? Because I want 
to have an opportunity to be intimate with you, to connect with you, sit down right next to you and help you devise, I got that out, your baby step plan of action for 2020. And it, it would give you an opportunity to tap into my 25 years of coaching and training, etc. We're going to have fun. Uh, it's going to be held at uh, Eagles Landing Country Club. It's from 10 until 3. I only have five spaces left. Uh, I'm going to teach you how to really develop the mindset for 2020, narrow your focus for 2020, uh, develop smart goals, deal with any limiting beliefs, etc. And it's only $99. And uh, that's the best Christmas gift you could really give to yourself. So if somebody says to you, what do you want for Christmas? You should you should say, I want to go to Atlanta, be with Constance. And the interesting thing is you can fly in early a.m. And then you could be back home in the evening because it is from 10 into 3. Just uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. A lot of people wanted to come to mine November the 2nd, but it was already full. Okay, anything else? While you're on my website, check out my coaching packages. Uh, you can have a VIP day with me where you spend the entire day with me. Isn't that a lot of fun? Or you can take advantage of my six-month or yearly coaching. Nobody makes it alone. Also, let's see, lastly, remember to follow me on social media. Uh, it's LOA Constance on Instagram and on Facebook. I have a new private group that I want you to join. And we're going to really be talking about manifestation. You have an opportunity to share about, you know, maybe some of your manifestations. Um, procedures, uh, what you've manifested, etc., and really connect with other like-minded people around the law of attraction. And so that's Coach with Constance on Facebook. I think that is it. Uh, visit me on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. And I am so excited. Uh, if you've had an uh, interest in manifestation, I got that out. You can email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And guess what? I am thanking you in advance for your donation, for your gift to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. Because I already know that this show is shifting changing and transforming your life. You can click the donate button or you can cash at me at dollar sign Constance Arnold no space. <sighs> Got to take a deep breath and I want you to get out your your pad and your pencil. You know it's something very spiritual about writing so that when James Powers comes on if something jumps out at you that means that that is the spirit within you saying hey this is for you write it down and then go back and meditate on it uh, so that it can really transform your life so grateful to all of you and really uh, I think this is it. So let's go to these quick commercials. And then I'm going to be back with my wonderful mentor, for which I'm eternally grateful, James Power. So everybody, stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? 
Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and really excited about my show today. And uh, my very special guest is my mentor, James Powers. And all of you love him. And you're always sending me emails about when are you going to have James Powers back? Well, he's back. And today uh, we're going to be talking about... uh, The Power of Intention uh, and Manifestation, or a subtitle might be, What Have Been Some of the Hindrances to Your Manifestation for 2019, and How Can You Shift and uh, Change That? So we are blessed to have this great man of God. So James Powers, welcome back to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And it's always a pleasure for me. Good morning to you and good morning to your wonderful audience. I'm present today because I first, Constance asked me, and when she (laughs) said do it, I don't have a choice. (laughs) But I do it with joy, and I'm grateful and look forward to having a wonderful session. I'm a part of the session. I'm letting the spirit in me talk to me as the spirit talks to you, hopefully. Well, um, let's just go ahead and dive in. And uh, you and I were talking about we're getting close to the end of 2019. And you're going to share with us some powerful principles today for listeners who might be feeling like, well, you know, I thought that by now I would have manifested this or that. And uh, uh, you're going to share with us about what have been possibly some of the hindrances to our manifestations and focus in on the power of attention and imagination. So I'm going to let you have it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. One of the things that we realize is that we have things that hinder us and they're so subtle and we live with them. Mm-hmm. We don't recognize them as powerful forces that may be causing us not to move in the direction or some of the things that are hindering us may be distractions about who we are, why we are. And we need to have a grip on certainly on who we are before we can have the full manifestation of what we need. One of the things that I realize, and I'm grateful for this, I said to Constance, one of the things I want to do. It's when I'm preparing for a show, if it's not doing to me something different, then I know it probably won't do anything to you because I have to internalize and incubate this session for myself. So I'm joining you as the spirit is leading me to move. One of the things that I'm often talking about, and that is the power of imagination. Mm -hmm. The reason that's so important to me, I have a young uh, grandson that's almost two years old, and I think he's 
coming into the place where he is imagining things. He can put something on a coffee table or something and put it there. And if someone touches it, it, it just does something to him. He's imagined what it is. And we don't know. So when we touch it, we are interfering with the place in him that's developing what that little car, that thing. He has created an environment and we come in and think it's just a car. It's a part of the environment that he's creating and don't bother it. I wish we could do that. Mm-hmm. That we can imagine a future that when someone interferes with it, we know what to do and how to do. So imagination to me, as uh, Einstein say, he said it's more important than knowledge. And why? Why is that the case? Because knowledge, he said, is limited. And imagination encircles the world. Wow. What the world that I'm thinking is, is not the world out there. This imagination encircles the world that exists inside of you. There's a world of possibilities inside of you, and we default to things outside of ourselves. And imagination says, come, let us, let us reason together. No, you can't reason. You just tell me what you see. And the spirit of and the law of imagination come into its own by having that powerful image. So I want you to remember this, and I'm going to remember it again. Where is imagination? How do we know it's there? And it's been found by scientists and others, uh, people in the uh, psychiatrists and neuroscientists. It says that, listen, Imagination is literally a faculty of the human mind, not just the human brain. Mm. What does that mean? It says that as a faculty, this is the place where you can have ideas formed, images and concepts of things out there that's not present to your senses. So you could see something coming to pass. And as those images begin to form in your mind, your brain and everything, they begin to work together as if that is true and the way things are. And then it sets you up to live what you are imagining. That's so powerful. Think about that. You know your your great host, Constance, she's constantly, she is manifesting because she is doing the things that she wants to see happen. She quietly told me secretly, don't tell anybody. <laughs> But this, she's acting every day as a married woman doing all the things she needs to do, going places and being there. And her mind, that faculty of the mind is already operating inside of her as if she is already married. And there's another law that she's using that makes me know she is. What law is that? <laughs> that's the law. That's the law of believing that you receive. Yeah. And we will. So and that's true. I have commended her just before the program. I said, I'm excited about how you do. I've seen you from your vision boards all over your house. I've seen where you live. I've seen things happening to you in the last several weeks. I've seen how things unfolded for you, not because it was accidental. It was because it was providential and logged into her recesses of her mind and it was easy for her to press that button and say this is where I'm going I'm not going in the direction 
of things not working for me, I'm going in the direction for all the things that already exist in the faculty of my mind. Kudos mm-hmm. to her for that. Thank you. And so would you say that for listeners that really grasping the power of imagination for what they desire is really important because I'll just be really vulnerable. You know that I really went through um, an interesting, powerful transformation in my business, but I chose to imagine in my mind what I desired rather than what was outside, you know, my uh, outside, my external and my physical external stuff that was very glaring and magnanimous. And so for listeners, they can choose to imagine what they desire. Is that what we're saying to engage that imagination more? It is, and what the reason it happens, and not because I know about it, so quickly, it wasn't because Constance was given more favor than you. She has been living this and practiced this, so when she did, I'm sure there was moments where she said, what is this? Right. <laughs> and she defaulted to the imagination that she had been practicing about all of her life. And all she had to do is find one thing that she had imagined and it came to pass or it's coming to pass. And she, when she defaulted to that, it began to set the parameters for all the things she needed to do about what she was facing then. So what we're saying is this session and all the sessions she teach, you have to log those in and practice the power of imagination. Mm-hmm. When you practice the power of imagination, you don't have to do anything about how it happens because built into the faculty of your mind, all those things conspire with your brain and your mind coming together and says, Mary sees the outcome of what she wants. We'll go to work and do that. All she has to do is repeat it, revisit it, and we get all of our energy. This is the conspiracy a good conspiracy between the mind, the will, the emotions, they all come together and your emotions are excited about what could happen. And then all of a sudden, three or four months later, she's living a way that she said, I am so glad that this thing happened because it opened up a new world and a new vista for me. So true. Kudos. Absolutely. Thank you. So that's, yeah, absolutely. So once you do that, the next thing that I, I'm seeing to people, it says, what else? So that you know that the imagination is not just one faculty. I want you to remember there are many faculties of the mind. Perception, mm-hmm. your consciousness, your thinking, your judgment. Actually, your language and your memory is all housed in the brain and sometimes even they say in your nervous system. Mm. So at this point, you are literally not, when you go to bed at night, you're not trying to go to sleep and you're afraid that your heart will not beat, your lungs will, you will not breathe, you will not have the circulatory system working. The moment you go to sleep, the systems that are in your body system and in your mind and in your brain, it completely takes responsibility for doing things that you can't do as if you could keep your heart beating. So we want you to remember, practice makes permanent, not perfect. 
You cannot practice something and do it wrong and call it perfect. It makes it permanent. So the Think, Believe, and Manifest show is to get you to practice things over and over again the way it's supposed to be, and you have a good imagination. Sometimes we imagine imagine the worst things for ourselves. True. And the first worst thing is our self-image. We give credibility to our own self-image. I don't feel good about myself. I'm not this and I'm not that. And the brain says, okay, I'll give you, I'll cooperate with you being in that image if that's what you want to be. Mm. So, so the you, next, you, you mentioned perception. What does that mean? That idea of perception is the formation in your mind of how these thoughts and things come together and perceiving is a part of this idea of creating the opportunity in the human brain and mind for something to be tangible in the mind, but not not tangible in the senses. You can't touch it. You can't see it. It's all the idea that this wonderful faculty will pull these things together and let you see them in your imagination or they are the faculty to help the imagination work because it frames the things you see without them being real right now. Hmm. And that's another thing about beholding. Beholding is where there's a scripture that I use often teaching and when I saw this, because when I go in the mirror to the shave or do all that before the mirror, I'm beholding myself in the mirror, looking at myself. Mm-hmm. And the more I look at myself with the attitude that this is a creation of God and I'm excited about it rather than looking at, I don't like this freckle, I don't like that. I behold myself. But here's the thing that happened. There's a particular scripture that I use quite often. It says, beholding as in a mirror the image of Christ, as we behold what that is. The more often we behold it in our mind, we are then transformed into that image without having to want to be transformed because we have beheld it. So a a listener who wants a career change could begin to behold and perceive in their mind and imagination what that would look and feel like. Absolutely. Uh And if you got an office where you're going somewhere and you'd like to work there, Mm -hmm. if you can't, there's a place you can't go, go park in front of there. Do something that makes you do this. Quick statement. My daughter wanted to go to a certain school here in Atlanta. And I made a decision in her junior and senior year that every Friday I took her to the campus. Mm. And she sat in the on Friday evening where all the students were there. So she was getting an image of what it, that college campus was like every other Friday. Wow. And as a result of that, when she got ready to apply she only applied to one school and that frightened us a little bit we said don't you need no I, I, I this is where i'm supposed to be because she had lived it in person wow. so you got to go and read about what you'd like to do in that career chain read about how someone else is happy and your brain is saying you are reinforcing this person is already there and so we finally true. out of five thousand people 
they had to choose 500. But that didn't matter to her because she already had decided that she was in the school. Mm. It caused me to say, James Powers, you need to learn from what you're teaching. So that's what I ask you to do. Yes, Constance, whatever they want to do with a change or whatever it is, they have to be able to put themselves. It's the same way as buying a car. When you go and drive a car and see it and you don't get it yet, do you realize you start seeing that car everywhere you turn? You never saw that car before much. And Not now true. you see it often. What it's doing, that's the reinforcing. And every time you see it, it's saying, that's my car. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're saying. Yes, imagine it. Feel it. Feel the emotions of what it is. Feel what it was like when the person let you drive it. And all of a sudden... You got it working. That's why those thoughts we have about things, they become things. So true. You know, I was at the Mercedes dealership this week getting my car service. And, and so they gave you a loaner car. And the car that I drove, I just had it for like maybe five hours. I realized I started thinking about this year is a nice, I love this car. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like the interior. And when I got my car back, you're so right. My mind went back to that model, that newer model that I was driving. That, ju and, that was just five hours that I was driving that loaner car. <laughs> and the man or woman who uh, in that company says, even she could be in the waiting room. We don't treat our customers like that. That's number one. But what we do is once she sit in that car and drive it, yeah. the power of intentionality works in her. And they knew you were going to know the difference between what you saw in there. It just smelled different. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, the new car smell. Uh, and it then was sporty. Absolutely. It, it was fast. And all of a sudden now, you have the idea that that would be nice when I do the next time because they know that built into the perception of you, you could see yourself driving it because what? You've already driven it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's what those thoughts could become things. As far as I'm concerned, if you want it to, you already have it. Yeah. It, it already exists for you, and you're using the car as an example. Why is that so easy? Because those people make the decision of knowing how to put that right in your face. And you experience. That's why I say to people, go to where you want to work. Go volunteer for a day somewhere. If you want to work with a law firm, go and talk with a lawyer. Go to a meeting. Listen to something. Go on the TV and listen to lawyers talk about what they do. You have to be in the realm of seeing what you want and experiencing it inside of your mind and your emotions kicked in. We've talked about this before. The power of what the emotion does to an idea makes it even more real, if I could say that. Yeah. So, That's yes. Powerful. I, then that brings me to the idea of everything I believe that exists has laws working with it. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. When I was small, I have a lot of young kids. My kids thought that when my son particularly, that he could be Superman. He wow. could jump off of a building. They said, no, 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 that's not real. Yes, I can. Okay, no, don't, please, don't do it. 
Now, here's what it is, because what? Gravity is not going to change because he desired to jump off the building. And guess what? Gravity was not designed to hold a falling object in the air. But now, how do you change? You don't change gravity. When If you've ever been on a plane, gravity said the plane can't sit in the midair and not fall. So what happens? There is another law that comes into a place, the law of aerodynamics. It says if you start moving down the runway at a certain pace, at a certain speed, take the flaps and turn them in the direction and deal with the power of lift, and in the speed and lift would make the airplane defy or replace the law of gravity with the law of aerodynamics. In your life, we ought to know what the laws are that we want when we want something, what are the laws? And right now I'm going to tell you about a law called the law of desire and intention. First one, one of my biblical things is powerful, not because it came with me. Think of this now, audience. What if you wanted something, you really desired something, and you felt it, you felt the emotions of it? Well, the master of Jesus was on a journey one day, went going someplace, and he was hungry and saw a fig tree way off in the distance, and he got excited about it. Oh, I know how figs taste. I know that, too, because we had five trees in our backyard. They are good when they're right. So he gets there, and there are no figs, and he said, well, why do you exist? Nobody will eat from you again. He said that to the tree. Now, we don't believe that, but I know the power of what you say. And the next day, they came back, or days or whatever it was, and the tree was not living. And it stunned them. And here's what he said. Have the faith of God. It didn't say just have faith in God. One translation said have the faith, O-F, of God. And what kind of faith does God have? Speak in faith. The Spirit speak things first. So what we're saying in this law of desire... What's, he said, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, if you believe that you already, with your imagination and your emotion, that you have it, you already got it, mm. then you are never thinking about it something you are to have. You already have it in your mind, and that way it already starts working. It exists. Wow. Right now, I can't wait to see whether it's this year or next year, somebody's going to go to that dealership and find that car <laughs> because, I mean, she doesn't need it. I've been thinking about it. Yes. Because I experienced it Absolutely. for five hours. For five hours. <laughs> for five hours, you got the feeling of what it's like to be in a vehicle that has more things than you do. Yours may be an older model or something like that. You see that? And with the blessings you have, why not? You're not doing it because you need it. You're doing it because it's a desire. Yeah. So, yes. Here's so, one. desire is powerful. Yes. I have before me now an acorn. Hmm. I've had this acorn for over five or six years. Put it on the dresser. It wouldn't act right. It didn't do anything for me. After a couple of years, I just dropped it in back inside the dresser drawer. One day I got it out and put it on my nightstand. Last two years, nothing happened. And then I began to say, I want to find out what's going on. He said, you know, you grew up in an area where people were farming. And when they got ready to get something to come to pass, 
they drop the seed into the ground. And the moisture, the sunlight, the, the heat, the soil conspires to cause what's inside of that seed. The intention on the inside of the seed start operating as if it couldn't help itself. Hmm. And then one day somebody go outside and peeping right through the ground are two leaves because the intentionality, that dogged law inside of that seed could help itself. Just like the three or 4,000 year old seed they find in a tomb and they say, we want to see whether it works. And when they did, they realized all it needed was the conditions of the soil and it came alive. Now, what's going on inside of you? What do you have sitting on the dresser of your experiences, hoping that it would come without putting it into place in your imagination? So when you see something, this acorn is waiting in Savannah. Early this morning, I took the seed, and Savannah is full of acorns and oaks. Some go back two and three hundred years. And the hurricanes and the storms come, and the more the hurricane blow against the tree, the greater the tree becomes because it makes the ground soft and the roots go deeper. So guess what? The more you imagine and the more you see it, the deeper it goes because you're working on a law inside of you said that whatever I, whatever I desire when I pray, if I believe it, that law kicks in. And unless you come in with doubt and unbelief, it'll work without your permission. Oh, my God. So you you mentioned intentionality of the seed. So whatever, let's just say a listener, we go back to that career again, career change. If they would just imagine and feel in their mind and behold and perceive what they desire with this new career, then the intentionality of that seed that they're planting every day in their imagination it will come to pass because it's implanted in the soil of their thinking and beliefs. It's a law that goes with the human being's mind and brain. That's powerful. See, we don't see it, but that's saying, I don't have to make it work. I just have to participate in revisiting it, seeing it. And it says, oh, we got work to do. And we will work the things to make it happen the way it's supposed to happen. Absolutely. It says that inherent in every intention and desire is the mechanics for its fulfillment. Good gracious. Man. It didn't say what, what that it can't work. It's a inherent. Look up the word inherent. I know you do, but just go ahead and see what inherent means. It is there. It says intention and desire in the field of pure potentiality, have an infinite organizing power. Infinite. Wow. And when we introduce an intention in fertile ground of pure potentiality, we put this infinite organizing power to work and say, giddy up. So intention and desire is so powerful. That's why when the master used the word whatsoever things you desire when you pray, 
He knew at that moment he wasn't giving them a scripture. He was giving them a spiritual law that they could live by. I don't look at scriptures just as scriptures. I look at them, the lesson that's being taught behind the scripture that was recorded. And when I go deep into the idea of what does this really mean, then I discover, oh, my goodness, they weren't teaching me about something to shout about only. They're teaching me something to live by. That's what I want your listeners and me. I have to also be aware that my belief system, what I, I need to check what I really believe yeah. as death. You got to first believe that these things work. And that's why we give you these things called laws. You say, I'm going to study my scripture. I want you to read the scripture to find the principles and the laws embedded. I want you to hear that the airplane is not getting off the ground because gravity decided I'm going to let this plane go and I'm not going to pull it back to the ground. There's another law of lift and aerodynamics. In your life, I'm convinced that don't go to your grave and bury your future. Mm -hmm. Don't let your future be buried because you chose not to imagine and have a powerful perception of your desires and wishes. You know, uh, I I heard you mention Dr. Dyer, Wayne Dyer, and it just, when you shared it with me, I knew it, but it just like really impacted me more deeply. You said that he shared that uh, believing is receiving. Absolutely. Yeah. And his his position was, you have to decide what you really want. Now, that seems simple. A lot of people waver about what we want. Miss, your, your, your great host is not thinking that she wants to get a, uh, a two-seater uh, VW, although my, I love VW. I, I have, she, I have she, she is clear about what she wants. Why? And she's clear about why she wants it. Dyer said you got to be you got to decide what you want, get clear about what you want, and then he takes you to something similar. He called it, you then got to begin to visualize and imagine it. Mm-hmm. Folks, please understand that we're not dealing with effort here. We're not dealing with anything you have to work on other than to do the mind, the, 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 the imagining. And maybe one day I'll come on, we'll dissect on how do you go deep into the, to the spirit and practicality of what imagining does. I'm making a note of that one. I've never done yeah. that. Yes. So, yes, that's what he said. He basically says you have to be clear about what you want. Then this law of believing and receiving the one I just, we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. This is a story that is clear. He said, you don't just believing. Believing is the first state. It says you believe that what? You have what? Received. Received. If you are in a state, you know, I'm. some people used to say, I'm believing God for something. I said, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I've already received what I believe was believing for. The moment I saw what I desired, I start believing that I've already received it and I behave that way. I said to Constance beforehand, 
on a particular special anniversary we just had my wife and I and I see the ma this new ship and they showed it to me and the mahogany hallways on that ship is absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. So I just went out cruising the other night on the internet on it and said, yep, we coming. Mm-hmm. We'll be there. Because I, that's the number one. But what is the why am I? Not because I want to. I want to see her step on that ship. I've done all the imagining for her. All she got to do is just believe in me. Mm-hmm. I'll get her to where I want her to be happy and joyful because that's my relationship with her. And all I'm doing is saying, yeah, I go. I went out there last night and the people sent me notice and they said, come go with us. Come go with the seven days, 14 days, or sail to Alaska, or sail on the Mediterranean. All of that is built inside of me. I can wake up in the middle of the night and tell you exactly what that thing looked like and what it's going to be. Because I've been there so many times in the last three or four or five months. So when you say you went out there, you went out there in your mind, in your imagination. Yes, I went I went out there on the ship first and saw what it looks like. And they mm-hmm. went through and described all of the things about it and how the library is like and what they do now and what they change to it. And I sit back and say, I see myself sitting in this library listening to a lecture from a world-renowned person. Or I'm sitting there in the on the balcony and watching the horizon with the suns creeping below the horizon. And Ethel's sitting next to me, and I reach over and grab her hand, and we say, we won't turn our hands loose until the sun disappears below the horizon. I've already done that with her. Mm. Think I haven't believed that I received? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and she doesn't, know all of, she doesn't know all of the things I know about it. Because I want her to, I, I enjoy seeing her experience what I've already been to. Yeah. Notice Ooh, my, is good. Notice my, how much my emotions is in there. That's my why. Mm-hmm. I can't have that why to be on the ship by myself. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. It may be next year. Thereafter. I can't wait to be at a certain person's wedding. I've just been there so many times. You have? <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. I, enjoy, I enjoyed the ceremony. Look how far I've gone. I've enjoyed your ceremony. It's awesome. Past tense. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now that we've done that, the other big granddaddy of them all, mm-hmm. uh, I'll ask you this one. It says, one of the things that gets in the way of hindrances is fear. Yeah. Sometimes it's fear. If it doesn't happen, I'll be disappointed. And I go back to my daughter's favorite scripture that she learned, and sometimes she'll repeat it because she said, this description that says, for you weren't given the spirit of fear. You were given the spirit of power. You were given the spirit of love. And one version says sound mind. The other version says self-discipline. So when you begin to fear, look at your mind and see how disciplined it is. And if you have a disciplined mind about what you want, that disciplined mind override the spirit of fear because you got the spirit of self-discipline working inside of you. 
And you know, I love what you said when when you said all you have to do is plant the acorn seed or plant the intention in your imagination. And the how-tos, I think a lot of people fear, how is this going to happen? I don't see how this is going to manifest. But as long as they, like you said, plant it in the power of their imagination and in the law of believing and receiving and intention, that sort of dissipates fear because you don't have to figure out how. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't try to figure out whether the airplane, when it's bumping around in the air, that I used to think, is it going to fall? No, I'm saying it's going to tend to fly because we can fall 500 feet, and as long as those flaps are ready to deal with the air that's not turbulent, mm-hmm. the airplane say, no problem. But if I'm trying to figure that out before I fly, then I will never fly because I can't figure all of that aerodynamics out. So you're absolutely right. Wow. So. This is so That's, good. You know, it, it, it gives such hope. Yeah, absolutely. That, and and that, that that you have your part to play, but really it's God and the spirit that really when you plant that acorn that goes in there and gets it to do what it's supposed to do. Okay. I want to do this so that you in your audience. Okay. Go, go sometime and go out and Google. By the way, most of you have a smartphone out there. Do you know absolutely all the ways that things work? I guarantee you there are things on there that you and I either don't know anything about it. And sometimes they'll pop up and say, did you know this about your, your smartphone? I said, no. Well, tell me. We got a lot of things you don't know about it because when, when, when uh, Jobs or whoever it was, you ought to read the story about him flying all over the world and say he was going to make the best phone ever with the right equipment and he went there so built inside of that phone is all the things he imagined could be there and he gave it to us and we could travel around the world with a piece something in my hand so if they can imagine that and make that work for you all over the world by doing things why don't you do and imagine what you desire and put as much tenacity in the desire that it can happen. And intention is not waiting for you to do anything. It's waiting for you to drop the seed into your mental, emotional, and uh, uh, faculty. And intention said, don't worry about it. Just keep reminding yourself of how good it is and how excited it is because we're working on it. Wow. That gives hope to anybody this year who feels like why it hasn't happened. You know, why hasn't it happened? You know, I think you share some powerful laws or some giving some insight and some hindrances that Mm -hmm. we can make a decision to quickly change. Well, let me just look at this. Okay. Uh, One other thing here is that is I want to ask you a question. What do you want, audience? What do you want? that you don't have right now? Mm. What is your vision for your life? Not for your living. You have to have your vision for your life and then look at your life and see how you want to live. So when you do that, without a vision, 
The words say you cast off restraint or you don't have any idea. So if I ask you that question, what do you want that you don't have? Make a list of that. And I want the next time you hear the program with Constan, you say, you know what, I'm going to go on and listen. And she's going to have something to say. And it's going to exactly match this idea of what do I want. And when I decide what do I want, I then go to the point of making sure that I understand another principle that is another hindrance. Let me do this. Learn the power of how to be aware of yourself right now. The power of awareness now is a powerful place to live. We live every place else but right now, and that's why we don't have good imagining skills. It's a skill to imagine because you got to frame what you want. You got to sit down and make a list of the things you want. This idea of getting the outcome you want. Most of you, I'd like for you to do when you decide what it is that you want, that you don't have, I want you to then go and think about this. Can you paint a portrait of living in the realm of something that's impossible? Mm. Think about that. What is it to you that you believe is impossible that you can begin to create a portrait of what it is? The kids used to say, let's play like. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Adults don't play like. I haven't heard that in a long time. Me either. Let's play like this. What they were doing, let's imagine. And those kids were saying, come and eat. I don't want to eat right now. Why? Well, you got to play. They were playing like, and it was so real, they didn't want to stop to eat. So let's play like, audience, that there's something impossible that you could paint a portrait of it. When you take a selfie, and take the picture. The first thing you do is what? Look at it to see whether it, did you have your eye closed or did, it, did, you, did you have something coming out of your eye? And you say, not that one. You erase it mm-hmm. and you keep working at it until you get the portrait that you want. So please do that. Do that portrait. Living the answer to your prayer. Once you've done that, I want you to begin to look at the prayer you pray. And start behaving and living like Miss Constance does with her wedding. She's already been there. She already knows everything that's going to happen. And the only thing that she doesn't know, and it's already exists, it already exists. The tall, handsome man that's walking into her presence. The rest of it is already in her mind. She's clear about that. Yeah. So live the answer to your prayer. Let me let me say something about that really quickly. You know, one of my limiting beliefs around that that you helped me with was how how can I attract a man who won't be intimidated by who I am and what God has called me to do and be. And that was something I had to work through. You helped me to work through that. So that limiting belief for a while really kept my imagination uh, uh, just really sort of, it sort of diminished my imagination. But then when I realized that that's not my role, that's not my part figuring out that, 
My part is just to believe that I receive it, live from the end, etc. So I just want to share that real honesty with the audience. And, and if I had known, I would have added this to it. The law of intention doesn't make mistakes about what it brings into your life because you know it knows who it's working for. Yeah, that's good. The law is going to work in the, in the direction of what you desire. If you desire inconsistently, then you may get inconsistently and somebody who, who is not intimidated. But if yeah. you're asking without intimidation for that kind of situation, it exists. I add that to that. Yeah. So we have about move. Wow, we need more time. We have maybe about eight minutes. So in closing, this has been so powerful and just I feel hopeful for listeners and I feel faith and encouraged. What else would you like to share with listeners? As he says, one thing about intentions, Abdiah basically said again, too, he said that one of the things, one of the four steps of intention is this, be disciplined. He said it's the first stage. He said, learning new tasks require training your body to perform as your thoughts desire. Mm -hmm. Listen to that. So you have to be disciplined. If, we, if, if we're in any way undisciplined, it'll show up when you try to let the law of, attract, law of attraction and law of attention work. Then he said, you know what? Wisdom is the second state. Wisdom combined with discipline fosters your ability to focus and be patient. As you harmonize your thoughts, your intellect, and your feelings. Wow. And the third one is love, which is always going to be after discipline, the body with wisdom and intellectually studying the task. Then you have this power of love that works inside. And then you surrender it. You surrender all of that. So be aware of the idea that it takes some effort. The other thing I can do is make sure that your thoughts are not toxic. Yeah. Sometimes we can have toxic thoughts, and those toxic thoughts will be things that can really work against them. One of them is, is when I was reading someone, I forgot who it is, they said, don't, don't be thinking of yourself as a victim. Yeah. Stop blaming yourself about things. That's, that's, a, that's a toxic thought, to be the victim. One of them in the, in the books that says, when your people are talking to you, one of the first laws in this book was, don't take it personal. It's not about you. Another one is thinking. Don't try to change people. You spend your time trying to change people. That's toxic to you because you can't do it. I want to make sure that as I think through the end of this uh, conference is that is it possible that after this session that people can absolutely say, I'm willing to walk in faith toward the truth about who I can become. Mm -hmm. This idea of becoming is, it is a process. It is a view of seeing yourself from 50,000 feet. If you're constantly just looking at yourself on the ground, take an eagle perspective. Get 50 feet off the ground and God designed the eagle at that height to be able to see with those little eyes a animal on the ground or something on the ground because you can't see on the ground what you can see at 50,000 feet if you've been given those kind of eyes. 
So I want you to begin to see yourself not from the way other people are seeing you and the way you see walking around on the ground. Get up above it and look deep into that 50,000 feet view and see who you really are on the inside. Wow. <laughs> I am just so grateful, James Powers, that you've shared really radical life changing transformational truth that if listeners would really take it and just begin like you said practicing it mm. you said practice makes permanent i love that never heard that before that like you said that they will begin to just see just radical changes in their lives because it's a universal law and i just want to thank you for taking the time i've got to have you to come back for part two <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I'm grateful for, by the way, remember that the greatest hindrance to you, the greatest grandmother and granddaddy of them all, is not being aware of how much your ego play on this. Dyer said, if you know you got an ego problem, if you say, I am what I have, that means your, profession, your pro possessions define you. You say, I am what I do. That means your achievements define you. I am separate from everybody, my body. He goes through the thing that says, you got to be aware that your ego is going to be working against your wanting to manifest. Because it doesn't know how you would live. And you may choose to throw your ego to the curb. That's why in biblical time it said, die to yourself. It said, die to your ego. That's that self that's been existing over and over again for years. And all you have to do is push the pain burden. And it'll bring back all of the feeling and emotion because the ego got it stored up on a file, on a data file. Wow. This has been so powerful, listeners. I want you to listen to this again and again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, James Powers. We are so grateful to you for sharing this truth. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. And listeners, I want you to share this with your co-workers, with your friends, with your family members. Listen to it over and over and over again and just begin to implement and walk in these powerful principles. So, I thank you so much, James Powers. You're coming back for part two. <laughs> well, I thank you because you're an exhibit A of what you teach. Thank you. Well, everybody, uh, remember to visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And uh, this week, I just want you to really uh, marinate and meditate on what was shared. And whatever your desire is or intention is, I just want you to think, feel, and know that um, I believe that I receive it and I have it now. So everybody make it a great week and God bless you. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. 
Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.